G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On a Wednesday, we do like to catch some of the current up-to-date manoeuvrings of what's going on in the nation of Israel and more broadly throughout the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines for us once again this week. He's back with us. Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with a population story in the headlines. Israel's population nears 10 million, and that's a 12-fold increase since modern-day Israel was founded back in 1948. Uh, what's this one about? Yeah, the population of Israel is edging toward 10 million, making it a dozen times larger than it was on the day the Jewish state was established. According to figures released by the Central Bureau of Statistics on Monday, ahead of the country's 75th Independence Day celebrations. There are 9,727,000 people living in Israel, the CBS said. Of those 7,145,000 are Jewish, or 73.5%, along with 2,048,000 Arabs, 21%, and 534,000 members of other minorities. Since last year, the population grew by 216,000, an increase of 2.3%. There were 183,000 babies born, 79,000 new immigrants arrived. Hey Ron, just on a personal note here, because you've lived in Israel, uh, 10 million people, uh, that doesn't sound like a big population, except Israel's got a fairly small landmass. Uh, does it feel really crowded when you're there? Only in the cities around Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Otherwise, the rest of Israel is quite sparse and a lot of desert region. And uh, it was good to escape into that area from time to time. Another headline, this week Israel celebrated two major events, Remembrance Day and Independence Day. And in his Remembrance Day address, the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Israelis must remember we are all brothers an obvious reference to recent political unrest. What are the reports saying? Oh, yes, he was very straight. He said, today, more than ever on the day we remember the heroes of the nation, we must remember that we're brothers. Jews, Druze, Muslims, Bedouins, Christians, brothers in service, brothers in arms, brothers in blood. He said at the speech held at Israel's National Remembrance Day Ceremony at Mount Herzl Military Cemetery in Jerusalem. The Prime Minister, whose older brother Yodi Netanyahu, was killed during the famous raid in 1976 to free Israeli hostages from Entebbe, Uganda, recounted the story of the Lichtenstein family, who lost three sons, two in Israel's war, Yaakov and Avna, who were killed during the War of Independence in 1948, and Eli, who was killed in a traffic accident on his way back from reserve duty in the Golan Heights in 1968. Remembrance Day ceremonies in military ceremonies across the country 
ended with very few disturbances after over a week of controversy with bereaved families calling on politicians not to attend the ceremonies and politicians from all sides pleading for Israel's citizens to respect the holiness of the day. So you had Remembrance Day and Independence Day and something of a contrast between those two days observed Monday and yesterday. Uh, One's very solemn, uh, followed by the one which is a day of joy. Uh, There's a contrast there. What are the reports saying here? And the feeling in it is quite palpable, I can tell you. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews released a comprehensive report to celebrate the 75th celebration. And this is what they wrote. Occurring on the fifth day of the Hebrew month of Iyar and called Yom Hatzmut in Hebrew, Israel Independence Day is immediately preceded by Yom Hatzikaran, Israel's Memorial Day, a joyous celebration followed by a solemn one. That date this year fell on April 25th. After remembering those who have fallen in the service of the Jewish state, Israelis celebrated Israel's 75th anniversary of their nation's independence, which became official in 1948. The two holidays, although very different in how they're celebrated, are linked together in spirit, and the message is simple. All Israelis owed the independence and very existence of the Jewish state to the soldiers who sacrificed their lives for it. And you cannot have one day without the other. Yom Hatzikaron is a somber remembrance of all the men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice. For 24 hours, all places of public entertainment, such as movie theatres, restaurants, hotels, are closed. The most noticeable feature of the day was the siren, which sounded twice throughout the country, during which time the entire population comes to a standstill for a two-minute moment of silence. It just strikes me very strongly with our own remembrance of Anzac Day. But their report refers to biblical prophecy, quoting Jeremiah 16:15, I will restore them to the land I gave their ancestors. Significant remembrance this week. Let's look at some other headlines, Ron. Uh, Serious stuff in one that says Israel's defence chief has warned of a multi-front war, saying Iran is the driving force. Uh, What's this one about? This is amazing. According to Israeli Defence Ministry data, Hezbollah received more than a billion Australian dollars from Iran last year as well as knowledge and strategic weaponry, such as precision-guided munitions. Defence Minister Yovah Gallant warned that the IDF must prepare for a multi-front war in which Israel faces many serious security threats at the same time involving Iran's proxies in the Middle East. Briefing reporters Gallant said, we are operating for years under the assumption that limited conflicts can be managed. But it's a phenomenon that is disappearing. Today, there's a noticeable phenomenon of the convergence of the arenas. Gallant said that Iran is the force driving this new phenomenon of anti-Israel fronts coming together, stating Iran transfers resources, ideology, knowledge and training to its proxies. Hamas received $150 million and tens of million dollars 
went to the Gaza-based Islamic Jihad. Iran also transferred hundreds of millions of dollars to Iranian-backed militia in Syria and to the Syrian government. And Ron, let's finish up on one headline that takes our memories back and some will remember better than others, uh, 50 plus years ago. Germany has now appointed a commission to reappraise the 1972 Munich Olympics attack uh, with financial compensation, a possibility. That's on the table. Uh, What's being reported today? Germany has appointed an eight-person commission to reappraise the attack on Israeli athletes and team members at the 1972 Munich Olympics to answer unresolved questions, German Interior Minister Nancy Faeser said. For too many years, there was a lack of understanding or reappraisal of the events, transparency about them, or acceptance of responsibility, she said. The project is part of a larger government approach to seek reconciliation for the families affected, including a compensation totalling over $46 million Australian dollars. Well, Ron, always refreshing getting an insight, an update into breaking news as it's happening today out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. It's one thing to have a understanding of first century history when we're looking at the Bible, but to look at what history is happening today in the Holy Land, it's pretty powerful stuff. And Ron, thank you so much for taking some time to share those thoughts with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.